Hello and welcome to 35 Venet Movies. This is the brand new podcast that wait, we're doing. Wait, wait. You mispronounced minutes. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Movies don't exist anymore. I don't know if you realize this, but movies aren't a thing anymore. Okay? So we've decided... You know how we keep joking about... Well, I've decided personally. You know how we keep joking about the, the Vin Diesel podcast that we were always like, think that would be a great idea? You know that one? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I remember that one. We yeah, we're going to do it. We talked gonna about do that. It. We're going to do it, okay? We're going to make it. And it's going to be amazing. Um, so we're basically going... Either going to be weekly or bi-weekly, we're going to do a rundown of Vin Diesel's movies from his first movie to his most recent movie. We're going to rank them at some point. We're going to we're going to talk about them in depth. We're going to talk about them as an overall film first and then as a Vin Diesel movie <laughs> second. And you're going to be joining me for this journey. You ready for this? Yes. And Vin Diesel, if you're listening, please come and speak to us. Oh, yes. That's, that's, that's the main goal of this podcast is to speak to Vin Diesel by the end of it. Um, but I forgot to tell everyone who we are. Who are you? Uh, I'm Oase. And I'm Cameron, and I, I run the ship here. I'm the one who makes all the decisions, so this is going to be good fun. Um, I love that there's been a nice little role reversal here. What do you mean? How you, how you, how you, how was there a role reversal? <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was the one that was running the ship before. You know, Where were you I've, running the ship before? <laughs> Passed the baton over. <laughs> I see. So we're going we're gonna to talk about Vin Diesel's movies. Let's um, get this show on the road with his first ever feature film. I believe he was... We weren't counting stuff where he was uncredited or cameoed in. So, for instance, we're not counting... There's a film he did before this one we're going to talk about where he played, like, a hospital patient for, like, a scene or something. And we're not counting Wreck-It Ralph 2, where he plays Baby Groot for, like, two seconds in it. So there's no point in us talking about that. So we're going to start off yeah, with his first... Sorry. It's worth mentioning it's, it's also only his films, because I know he's had some TV appearances early in his yes. career as well. No shorts and no TV shows. It is just feature films. So let's start us off with Strays, which is a film that he wrote, directed, and starred in. And, and <laughs> came out in 1997. What did you think of it? I mean, this is the most Vin Diesel movie to ever exist, isn't it? He wrote it, produced it, starred in it, directed it. It's crazy. It's the, mo it's the most Vin you'll probably get anywhere. That's for sure. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that Vin Diesel is... The, the, he, the, he, he bled for this film. You can really tell he thought very highly of himself. <laughs> You're going to have to remember, what's the plot of this film? How does it go? Well, so in this movie, he plays um, a character called Rick, I believe. Yes, yes, I believe he plays a character. <laughs> yeah, Rick. so he plays a character called um, Rick, who's, he's basically a tough guy, you know, he, he yep. sells drugs and, and sort of just, he's got that very sort of bad guy persona about him, and he doesn't like that, and he's very frustrated with the life that he's made for himself and the sort of company he keeps, and he has a next-door neighbour who's sort of very elegant, very classy, and basically he's tired of like one night stands and, and he wants a long lasting relationship and he wants it with her. And so it's basically about his change to become a better man for, for this woman. And 
can you tell that Vin Diesel thinks very highly of himself from this movie? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know what? I wonder. I wonder if because it is about this sort of tough guy looking to show the world that he's 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 more than that. I feel like. I wonder if maybe that was Vin trying to make a case for himself uh, more than anything else. I feel like it was maybe him trying to be like, guys, I know you see me as just this tough guy, this, you know, someone that doesn't really know what they're doing, but here I actually do. And this is, this is proof maybe. Yeah. I think, I think he was definitely trying to prove himself in some way with this film. It was, there's, it's very much that, he didn't he has is and it kind of it's a theme that kind of continues on with films that he produces i guess where he is like this beacon of uh greatness in this like <laughs> almost like and maybe not so much fast and furious where they're all beacons of greatness for people he loves but um <laughs> stuff where he is like the one true hero and maybe he's not so much of like a like he's he's a bad boy with like a really really lovely personal side, and that's where he wants to be perceived at. But you can even see it in his like social media presence. You know, like all his like random yeah. posts of himself, where he's like, mm, "I'm an angel. I love, I love you all. You're all my all my princesses." It's very, very Vin <laughs> Diesel in that in that sense. Um, how how <laughs> as a as a directorial debut, what what do you think of Vin Diesel's directing style? You know what we we talked about doing this podcast and about how that was the first film we were going to watch. And part of me was not going to take it very seriously because Vin Diesel's directorial debut, like how good can it actually be? But I have to admit it's, it's, it is good. It is, it is very enjoyable. And there are certainly aspects of it that are really strong. And, and I think as a movie in general, it's, it is quite predictable with its sort of, underdog story but i really like the characters and i really like the sort of direction it takes rick's character and and his relationship and you you know what for a vin diesel directorial debut it's better than what you're probably expecting it to be exactly and we watched this on amazon prime it was like letterboxed inside a box it was very (laughs) strange you can really and you watch this movie like you can see the budget he um i remember reading about this he to get this movie made he sold he was like a telly salesman for a long time and just sold up saved up every single penny he had to get this film made like it's very much his it was very much his passion project and I just, I, 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 you can see like he loved to do that. He, he wanted to do this and it was very, yeah. it's very much, it comes across and which is, it's very sincere in that way. And I, I didn't expect it to be as sincere, but it's, it's very much like he's doing this because he loves it. And you, it, you always kind of forget that, especially with stuff like Fast and Furious and Bloodshot where he's just blowing things up and yeah. but he, he does actually have a love for the craft which is which is crazy um like you don't really think about that with Vin Diesel I think that's actually what surprised me the most was you know I, I love him as an actor but I do see him as just the sort of you know big hulking Vin Diesel that sort of wears tight shirts and tank tops and just blow stuff up but really this showed that he is a lot more than that which is sort of very fitting of the film's message and it's that you know his character is is more than what people think of him his sort of persona and in some ways 
it shows that he is more than that as well. He is more than just a tough guy. And I'm, I'm kind of surprised that he didn't direct more. He did, I believe, we won't talk about them because they're shorts, but I think he did one mm-hmm. short for Fast and Furious just before Fast and Furious 4 came yeah. out. Um, and I think he's done some TV stuff as well, but I don't think he's done anything big since, which is weird to me. It gives you sort of Sylvester Stallone vibes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And the fact that he wrote and directed all this stuff and um, then kicked off a massive movie career, um, which is, it's, he's like, <laughs> it's the same as Sly in many ways, just in the fact that you, sometimes he's inaudible and you can't <laughs> understand what he's saying. But Heart of Gold, I wouldn't compare this film to Rocky. I don't think it is a Rocky um, in terms of quality, but it's it's a very, it's a, it's, I wouldn't say very good, but it's a good, it's a good movie. It's a good movie, I thought. But I imagine this film probably exists for the same reason that Rocky does. And with Rocky, Sylvester Stallone was tired of being cast as the sort of criminal guy all the time. Exactly. And so he wrote himself a role where he was more than that. And I feel like I have to assume that Strays exists at least partly for the same reason. Because Vin was probably offered a very small selection of roles and he wanted to break out from that. In that sense, it's interesting to see his later career and the sort of similarity between the roles he picks. Um, but yeah, I feel like it's it's definitely not a Rocky, but it probably exists for the same reasons. <laughs> We're out here comparing Vin Diesel to Rocky, which is a very good way to kick <laughs> off this podcast, I think. Um, so I agree. In terms, <laughs> in terms of... Uh, Vin Dieselness. What would you score this out of um, out of five in terms of a Vin Diesel movie? Like in as a Vin, look at it as maybe a Vin Diesel movie. What would you say? It's a Vin, it, very weird criteria. Uh, I mean, as I know exactly what you mean, and as a Vin Diesel movie, I, I have to say five out of five because he is all over this. Like, yeah, there is not a more Vin Diesel-y movie, and he plays his usual sort of. He does the whole tough guy thing, and he does his whole oh, I'm actually a nice guy sort of thing as well. And he wrote it, he directed it. He's flexing on us all the time. Yeah. I mean, how many, he's got how many scenes? He's got the yeah. tank top on, <laughs> he's got the chain on. He's basically Dominic Toretto, but exactly, not quite there exactly. yet. You know, it's... <laughs> I mean, the movie's literally, there's there's a whole period of it where he's rejecting girls. Girls just want to sleep with him. And he's just being like, nah, 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 I'm too good for you. Like, it is just the most Vin Diesel movie <laughs> So I, think, I love that though I love he's like nah 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 I'm looking for something more long term thank you very much <laughs> and there's that scene where he like he like reluctantly sleeps with someone because he's like you're really upset by me sort of saying no to you fine I guess <laughs> unbuckles belt like it's just yeah <laughs> it's like the most Vin Diesel movie ever and, and in that sense it's perfect for his first film it's the perfect film first film for us to talk about exactly and as a vin diesel movie i think it's it's yeah i mean it's it's a five out of five <laughs> uh, i would i would maybe go below that maybe go for a four out of five in vin diesel oh. movie because i think we get a bit more vin diesel i think he grows into the role of vin diesel i, I think i think there's still <laughs> places to go um for vin diesel there uh, but yeah I, I would have to agree with most of the points you made there it's very very <laughs> It's very Vin Diesel. <laughs> you just don't quite realise it until you kind of sit and go, hey, wait a second. He is just the Vin Diesel character we know and love him as in this film, but just in a, with a lower budget, he can't blow up any cars in this. 
Um, and as an overall film, what, what are you going to think as an overall film for this? Because it's not I mean, as, peak <laughs> cinema, but it's it's. I would say it's kind of middling. I would go personally go for like a three out of five. But I would agree with that. I think it is a good movie. It's not great. Um, it's not revolutionary or anything. It's it's certainly a lot better than I expected it to be, um, and definitely worth watching if you have Prime because it's yeah. it's on Prime. Um, you need so to do yeah, the TV zoom in thing though. It's very yeah, yeah. <laughs> you might have to, the the, ra- the aspect ratio is a bit a bit weird, but it's genuinely a good movie. There are certainly yeah. good. He he references Martin Scorsese. Yeah, it just <laughs> you can tell where he wanted to go, and you can tell he loves his movies, and that's what people don't seem. I feel like people forget that when like someone makes a blockbuster or like someone makes something that's more commercially. They they I bet you any money most people making them still love films. They just seem to they yeah, just are making something for a different audience, and that's I never I, I never get the whole criticism against big budget movies, but there you go. So moving on to Saving Private Ryan, which is the next film, which is a pretty big step up in terms of films that he was in. When you think about it, um, yeah, it was a very big leap, very big, very big jump starting off point for him. And the fun fact of the day, which I learned while we were looking this up was that Steven Spielberg saw Strays at the Los Angeles Film Festival or something or something along, I believe it's something like that, and um, decided to put him in the movie. Like, and imagine having that kind of luck. You know, I mean, we mentioned the luck before, but imagine having that kind of luck. It's, it's, it's mental to me um, that this could happen. But he wrote the part of Private Caparzio, which is the one he plays in this, the person he plays in this, specifically for him, which is crazy i think that's fantastic because as a sort of first time filmmaker usually when you sort of make those self-financed indie films you do so with the hopes that it'll launch your career mm-hmm. and this is just the proof in the pudding that it works i mean you know vin went and saved up tirelessly and um, the money to make strays and then steven spielberg saw it and was like i'm gonna because look you know, Strays is, is the first film that he did, but Saving Private Ryan is the one that I, I, at least I would argue launched his career. Yeah, I would assume so. I would assume that would be the big, uh, the breakout for him because he he plays a good part in this. Like, as a good chunky, he's not in it. You're right there. <laughs> just say it up straight. Just, just get into up, the just conversation. Get that posture right. Um, yeah, no, he plays he plays a good like chunky part in this like it's a it's a very emotional part so he plays mm-hmm. the part of Private Caparzio which is they, he's part of the band of brothers that go and find Saving Private Ryan but I'm assuming people know what Saving, Saving Private Ryan Tom Hanks they go and find Private Ryan because Private his fam's yeah. died and they're like well I don't want to kill off the entire bloodline so they go and they go through mental amounts of warfare just to get this one guy back um, great film. We'll talk more about the film overall in a minute. But Vin Diesel in this film, um, what a guy! So good, so good. Yeah. What 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 were your thought, What were your takeaways of Vin Diesel's performance in this? Well, I hadn't seen Saving Private Ryan, um, and it was a film. <laughs> yeah, I know a big a big one on the the sort of watch list that I had to take off. Um, and this was a good opportunity to do it because I knew Vin Diesel was in it and we were obviously going to talk about it. And I, and I messaged you because I was unsure how big Vin's role 
was going to be in it. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, he's fantastic. It's such a different performance from Vin. Like, even looking at his career now and the sort of massive catalogue of roles that he has taken on, it's still, I think, one of the most distinct roles from his career. Um, And a very sort of emotional one. One that does tap into Vin Dieselness in terms of, like, he's a sort of cool, tough guy character um, with the heart of gold. There's yeah. a recurring, there's a recurring trend there here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he's, he's very good in it. But yeah, I was surprised at how, not little he was in it, but just in the sort of, because it's a three-hour film, in a sort of three-hour film, he was only in it for maybe the first hour or so. Yeah, it was something like that. He's not in it a lot, but I think he makes a good... He obviously left an impression when you think about yeah, it overall. Yeah, um, The way he... I mean, we'll go into... I mean, it's 1999, isn't it? It's something like... It's, it's as old as me, I'm pretty sure. It's... Uh, <laughs> um, we'll, go, we'll talk about the spoilers, I guess. He goes out. He dies midway through the film. Like, not even midway through, like the first third of the film. And... Um, yeah. He does stick with you, though. Like, he does, because he cares... I don't know if it's just because we were looking out for Vin in this, because we were doing a Vin Diesel podcast or what, but I thought he was one of the standout characters for me, at least, in the in the whole film. I don't know about, I don't know about you. Um, and the sacrifice he makes, kind of, to try and save... Is it to save a little girl? He goes out like that? Yeah, and, yeah. And, I mean, whether it's a silly decision or not, it looked like a bit of a dodgy decision on his part, because <laughs> they knew they knew there was an issue going on there. Family, isn't it? It's family. It's you've got to save the he's got his heart of gold. That's what it is. It's the heart of gold. What I love about his character is that even though he's only in it for the first hour, his character is arguably one of the most important because Caparzo's death is the driving force of the rest of the two thirds and yeah. it catalyzes the group's fallout because yeah. they're risking they're risking everything to save someone they don't know and they, they you know they lose Caparzo and they lose um um an, another character I forget his name um along the, you know they lose a few people along the yeah. way and that starts to put a lot of pressure on them because now they're losing people they know for this guy they don't and in that sense even though he's only in it for the first third of the movie his character has a presence that sort of it weighs over the whole thing um, so I, I agree with you. He is a sort of character that, that sticks out. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And um, should we move on to the film as a whole then? Because, I mean, there's a lot to unpack yeah. in this in this film. Yeah. Uh, Steven Spielberg's sort of major war epic. Um, you've not seen it before. What was your big... What, 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 what did you think? Because I'm very curious to see. Because I've only seen it maybe twice or once or twice before. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. And it's one of those things with films like Saving Private Ryan that are he- held on such a, a pedestal, you always worry um, that they're not going to hold up quite as, as you sort of expect them to. But, I mean, it was it was fantastic. The sort of war sequences in it are so brutal yeah. and so harrowing. And it's one of those things I remember seeing that sort of extended opening sequence in history class in school. We just never saw the rest of the film. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's fantastic. Obviously, you know, Tom Hanks is, is great. The whole cast are terrific. Matt Damon playing another character that needs to be rescued. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just, uh, do yeah, you know, very good. Do you agree with the whole, 
it kind of wrote the book for the modern modern day war film. This kind of yeah. this kind of this kind of uh, completely brutalized, um, like the, the the entire landing sequence is just harrowing. It's, yeah. it's, it's it's terrifying. Um, I, I I just think it it really does. You kind of I wouldn't say they were like white, like not like they were not like washed out of all blood and that. But I feel like films that like more films that came before that were very not sanitized, but just a lot more low key. And this was a big budget epic really in terms of what it is and it, it really does yeah. ha- hammer home like the brutality of war i'd imagine it was it's very very powerful but i know some people will disagree with that but uh, i i still think it i still hold up quite as a as an amazing film i think someone that uh, i follow in letterbox their sort of one line review for the film um was it really is the horrors of war and mm-hmm. i feel like that sums it up it's like a borderline horror film at times yeah. Um, and it doesn't shy away from the violence or the sort of psychological effect of war. And that's something we're seeing nowadays in, in, in war films. And I, I very much think it is because of Saving Private Ryan for doing it on that bigger scale. Yeah, for sure. And I, 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 always, I am kind of jealous. I wish I could have seen this in a cinema at some point. I feel like there will be yeah. an opportunity at one point in the future to see it in a cinema, but I really I just might have never got a chance to see it in the cinema especially something like like could you imagine seeing that opening se- like opening war sequence in IMAX like just just being completely wrapped around you'd want <laughs> be you'd, crazy you'd get PTSD yourself you know what I mean <laughs> it's one of those things where you're you're put in the middle of the action and you're just you're just you just have to watch and watch this mental just explosion of just violence and horror around you and it's one of I've, I I think you can say what you want about Spielberg now. I mean, Spielberg maybe has taken a small, small decline in the, the, the quality of films he makes, but this is one of, I would peak. argue, one of his best. This is his peak, this yeah, is peak Spielberg. Yeah. Peak, invent, peak inventive filmmaking, peak filmmaking in general, I think. I think it's one of the best sequences ever. I don't know. And the rest of the film is great. Tom Hanks. What do you think of Tom Hanks? Because Tom Hanks is really great in this film. He's so good. Um, and he's, you know, he's, it, he's Tom Hanks. He has a sort of legacy that, it doesn't need to be explained um, and you watch a film like this and he's given so many great performances over the years and, and so many different performances over the years and then this is just yet another one that's so good, so different, so layered and it's like I think this role in particular just shows why he is sort of as praised as he is yeah. for sure I definitely agree because with that. This, and, this and Toy Story 2 came out like what <laughs> within a, within a year of each other, which is crazy. Yeah, it, yeah, it was it was something like that. It's it's uh, <laughs> he's very versatile. That man, you know, he can exactly. Do, yeah, <laughs> people give him people give him stick for always playing the same character, but I have to disagree with that one. There, it's uh, <laughs> he was um, definitely making different role, different choices. Uh, I and the film as a whole, I don't think it drags for being as long as it is. I don't think it drags. I mean, no, I, don't, I agree. I, I, I think it. I think it is great, and I think I think it's going to be. Unfortunately, I think we're going to be hard pressed to find something as good in our overall ranking list. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, that it's uh, our over, like you know the normal ranks. I feel like we're not. Yeah. Uh, Vin Dieselness. I don't think we're at the peak Vin Dieselness here. We'll talk about. Should we just talk about our ratings now? Then. Um, yeah. Let's, you, yeah. Let's you, do it. Actually, to add to the film. Uh, I'm curious to know what you rate this as out out of Vin Dieselness for. I, You know, there's a lot to be said for 
the kind of archetype character Vin Diesel plays <laughs> in these films, in his films. And to be honest, I, and I genuinely, you can laugh all you want. I genuinely think there is a bit. No, I agree. I agree. There's a bit of the normal Vin Diesel character in this. You could argue very, I could think it'd be a, a, a lighter argument since he's not in as much of the film, but I think you could argue this is a Vin Diesel-ish character, but I wouldn't go the full five, wouldn't go for four. I'm hovering around three or two. Right now, I'm not quite sure if he is the Dominic Toretto of the World War II era, you know, I don't think he is going to be, I don't think if you let this guy have a budget and some cars, he'd be jumping them out of a plane. You know, I think he would just be, he's a bit more low key than that. So I'm going to go with two, two Vins out of five for this one, I think, in terms of the Vin Dieselness. You know, everyone's talking about Fast and Furious in space. Now, I really want to see Fast and Furious in World War II. We, do you know what I could I could see that we have I think we need we need a prequel series and I think we should I think we should find out what the Hesto Toretto family's like and I think I think they'll play a part in World War Two so we have to we have, oh, I think we have to try and see that. What's what's your take uh, yeah. on this though? I I have to agree with that. I think it's a very good performance and from the Vin performances I've seen it actually might be my favorite just because of how well written the characters are. And how well that sort of group dynamic is. He sort of, he felt, he felt like he belonged in that sort of community and in that environment. And it's such a, a rich performance. Um, and I'm so glad that Spielberg saw Strays and launched Vin's career. But, and this is not a bad thing. I just don't, I don't think it's, I, I, I think I'm probably two Vins out of five as well, purely because yeah. I don't think it's as Vinny a role as we're going to get. And again, that's not a bad thing because I think it is a fantastic performance. No, we're not rating his performance. We're rating the Vin Dieselness of the performance. (laughs) Exactly, We think, I would honestly say this is probably one of Vin Diesel's best performances in a film. (laughs) Just hands down, I think this is one of his best performances in a film. But this is a Vin Diesel ness of a this is the vin diesel character we all know and i i don't think that this character is a vin diesel character i think this is a good character <laughs> not to say that vin diesel's usual character isn't good but this is what a are you trying to say about like, dominic toretto i'm just saying i don't i think this guy has a little bit more depth than dominic toretto but even then there's been a lot of films to flesh him out so i might be wrong there we'll have to I'll have to wait and see how that goes when we get to fast and furious um but yeah no two out of five vins i think that's i think that's a fair out of um a fair a fair assumption on the a fair, a fair observation on his what would you what would you rate the film overall just generally in terms of in terms of quality i don't i really want to say five but i don't because mm-hmm. i don't if we did decimal points i would say 4.5 so i think at, the, at this point i would Yes, I would fuck it. I would go five. I, I have a softball. I would have a small softball for this movie. I'm not a usual Fair war enough, guy. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, I. But I think I think there's. I think this movie is really good. So I. I think I would. I think I'd go five. I think, and I think we yeah. found our winner for best overall film. But we'll see how this goes. Um, <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> is that yeah, what I are mean, you thinking? Enough, it's, I would probably sit at a four. Um, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, I loved it. I just. Again, part of me wonders watching it so late with all the sort of hype and everything that has gone on surrounding that movie. Um, part of part of me wonders if if that does dampen your viewing of it. But again, yeah. you know you can't deny that it's a phenomenal film and one of one of the best war films ever made. Yeah, 
So it's like a very um, a very high four. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that a lot. I would I would be tempted to I would I think it's a it's a movable five because I'm only going five because if we did decimal points it'd be a five, so I'm just rounding up from five. Yeah, you know, I didn't want to round fair. down. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think it would be in a, it would be in the high fours for me, the same as you, but I'm just gonna jump I'm just gonna jump on a five just because I, I have a soft spot for this movie. So yeah, so we, we have our we have our two films. This is gonna be a very pathetic first list, but I, now we're <laughs> gonna rank them in terms of so i mean it's pretty easy to write them already i'd imagine because we gave we gave it we, we gave strays a three out of five in terms of overallness and saving private ryan uh four much and a five respectively <laughs> so much higher um so are we, are we happy to say that saving private ryan currently out of these two is the better film yeah, in terms of quality, yes. In terms of vinness, I think we both agree that Strays is yeah. a little bit more diesely. It's got some more. It's got more diesel to it than it Saving it, Private Ryan. I, I would agree with that. It has more Vin Diesel in it because then we move over to our 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 Vin. So we're, we're happy with the Saving Private Ryan and thingy. Yeah, uh, Strays as overall film for Vin Diesel. We'll move on to Vin Diesel now. Uh, we gave Stray. Um, you gave it a five out of five Vin Diesel-ness. I did, I did. I have to, I have to. It's and too, I gave it a four out of five Vin Diesel-ness. It's, it's a too lot. much diesel. It's a, it's a lot of diesel. It's, it's, it's a big tank. That they've, they've bought a lot of diesel. Uh, <laughs> they, so and I gave, we gave this one, we gave Saving Private Ryan a two. So I think it's pretty easy to rank that there. You're happy with this, that Strays is the much more Vin Diesel movie than Saving Private Ryan is. Oh, a thousand percent. And remember that this podcast we're here because we love Vin exactly. Diesel's Vin Diesel-ness. So, you know. There's a lot of, I'd like to, I'd also like to say towards the end, there's no, there's no meanness behind this at all. We're very, we're actually oh, no. big fans. Yeah. I just want to make sure, this isn't like a joke. Like we're genuinely like blown away by this man and we, we'd love, to, we, we would love to talk to him. If we can make that happen, we'd love to talk to Vin Diesel just because we'd love to ask him some questions about his career. I think that'd be a great closing episode of this podcast would be to talk to Vin Diesel. If we can time <laughs> and, and, it. And uh, I know that obviously, you know, we talk about the Vin Dieselness of roles, but like we, I can't, I can't express how much we mean that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. Like we, we, we are actually, we wait till we get to the Fast and Furious movies. Like we are genuinely massive just, fans. And <laughs> His music career as well is so good. Like, oh yes, we're just ah, oh, like I mean, this podcast comes from love. For it for does, it comes from it comes from a love, and I mean, we're laughing, but we're having fun. You know what I mean? It's, and I think he, would, I think if he saw this, he would be. I think he would. I think he'd have a laugh as well. I think he seems like I a great guy. Appreciate. I yeah. think he'd appreciate this. I think he'd appreciate love. So, yeah, I just wanted come to say the end Fast here. Nine. Do you, do you want to talk about Fast Nine? Is that what you're saying? I didn't hear. No, I was, I was saying uh, Vin. Vin, come come talk to us about Fast Nine. Yeah, no, we'll happily. We should do. We would love to do an interview with you about Fast Nine. That would be one of our our dreams. I feel you know. I I would be happy. I I, I don't usually get to tag along with you for your interviews, but I'd love to tag along on that one for sure. You know, like um, you know, I'm I'm I'm. We're gonna we're gonna pull it. Every single favor, every you, single contact. I'm gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna go ham trying just to get this interview. Absolutely bombard Universal. Like you Literally. probably got a guy. <laughs> You've got a guy or a gal at Universal <laughs> somewhere. We'll, we'll, we'll get Lee. Lee seems to probably have a contact. I he think has he the contacts. Lee, I bet he does. We know you're listening to this. We yeah, know you're Lee, listening. We to know this. you're here. Where's the contact? 
<laughs> Get Where us Vin Diesel. <laughs> we want it. We want pictures of Vin Diesel. Okay, we want. We want Vin Diesel. We're we're ready to have it. I think. I think we'd have a great time with that man. And if it wasn't a pandemic, I'd invite him out to like a like a pub or a bar. We could have a great night out with Vin Diesel. You know, I think we need to have a night out with Vin Diesel as well. All I'm saying is he came to Edinburgh to film Fast Night and he loved it. And all I'm saying is come, you know, June time when it's Edinburgh Film Festival, you know, Cameron and I are there. We've got the ends. Honestly, it's... Do you know what? Edinburgh, Edinburgh is great. You're going to love it, Vin. We talked... This is the master plan, okay? If Edinburgh Film Festival is on, okay, we try and convince <laughs> them to do an in-person event with Vin Diesel. We moderate Please. it. Okay? We moderate Dude. an in-person event with Vin Diesel. How amazing would that be? And we get it to like, we get to record it as a live podcast. That would be that's I'm my like master plan. Excited. We need to talk. <laughs> we need to talk to them right now. We need to. <laughs> we need to. We need to. Um, well, we need to make that happen. That'd be amazing. Internet. This is what fanboying looks like. <laughs> this, this, this is us going a bit insane. Now. <laughs> Genuinely, yeah. Um, Delirious. We're, we're, we're absolutely delirious oh my god okay so we're running out of time for the 35 i think i don't know where we're at you'll know we are we we're about, we're, i think we, we're uh, we are about 35 minutes in so minutes perfect time it was a great rap. use of our minutes i have to say so yeah this has been 35 minute movies a offshoot of 35 minute movies this is the podcast where we talk about vin diesel's career <laughs> from start to finish we're going to rank them we're going to talk about them we're going to review them we're going to talk about them on their vin dieselness scale Okay, you're gonna have to subscribe down below because I think we're on YouTube now for the next yes, we are. for the next one. So we have, you have to subscribe. It's gonna be a great time. You're gonna follow the podcast on whatever you're listening to podcasts on. We're on everything. We're on Anchor. We're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on all that. Leave us a nice review. That'd be lovely. We'd love to hear what you have to say as well. So you can contact us on Twitter and talk all things Vin Diesel. Do you like our rankings? Are you happy with our ratings? Do you want to, do you want to troll us? Do you want to give us abuse? <laughs> Please don't do that. But you could. I was going to say, don't encourage that. <laughs> don't. I wouldn't say that. But please. So yeah, if you could do all the nice things, that'd be lovely. I'm at Cam's OG on Twitter, and I also do another podcast called Four Eyes and the Giant, which might be up, might not be. We don't know. <laughs> I left that to Jordy to do, and that, that'll be on OhiFilms.com at some point, I believe. So who knows? And you are. Uh, I'm Oasis. You can find me on Twitter at Oasis Oasis. Um, I post reviews and write about movies in my free time and you can find all of that goodness uh, over on my Twitter or on thefilmbite.com. Brilliant. So we'll see you in two weeks, whenever we I up, believe. Two weeks time? Is it two weeks? I think so. I think we okay. said bi-weekly, but yeah, we'll see. We can see <laughs> yeah. We'll see what happens. If, if we feel like doing a weekly, we can do a weekly. But anyway, so thank you very much for listening. We'll see you in the next, the next podcast. Bye. <laughs>